welcome to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast where I do reviews, discussions, musings, and hopefully some interesting conversations. Hey James, this is Jeff from Tome of All Dooms. I just wanted to reach out and say welcome to Anchor. It's really great to have your voice as part of the community, and I look forward to the stuff that uh, that you're going to be throwing up. Uh, I'm a super big fan of both Fate and Simbaroon and a couple other things that you mentioned, so I'm looking forward to whatever you're going to say. Hello, Jeff. Thank you very much for your kind words, and yes, I'm very much looking forward to... Uh, getting some more uh, fate information across, and uh, as I stare across at my Simbaroon books and the uh, beautiful art within and the great setting, I'm uh, going to uh, definitely be doing a review of that. Hello James, it's Che from Roleplay Rescuer. I just wanted to thank you for your very kind message. Um, it is encouraging to hear from you. And I also wanted to thank you for starting your own Anchor podcast, because I just very much enjoyed listening to you. It's great. And um, yeah, thank you for telling us about your gaming background. Request. I'm so hopeful that you'll enjoy that game and get into that game. And I'm so jealous that you might get to play it. But also, just thank you for sharing your story, really. Um, <laughs> the Battle of Waterloo with buckets and teapots. Can't whack it, really, can you? Happy birthday for next week. Wish you many years. And um, yeah, just thank you. Keep going, fella. I want to keep listening to you. Thank you, Che, for that. Uh, you carry on doing what you're doing. Your podcast has been a great source of inspiration. And thank you also to Spike Pit uh, for uh, giving me a mention there. I look forward to uh, listening to some more of your episodes. Uh, today I thought I'd give you a bit of a what's on my gaming shelf, kind of a highlight of what games I like and also what games I'm hoping to review slash uh, run, possibly online. I haven't got the uh, hang of this Roll20 business yet, but uh, oh well, I, I may learn, I may learn. Uh, first up, uh, the, the newest addition to my collection is the uh, RuneQuest Glorantha slipcase set, a thing of absolute beauty filled with the uh, the core book and the bestiary. I'm making my way through the core book at the moment. I uh, had a slight snag when I realised that um, they really did mean that uh, all the abilities that uh, mention the player characters are just as good for the NPCs. Uh, I'm so used to other games having NPC stats as well. And this is actually quite freeing, so I'm, uh, yeah, it, I'm coming to grips with it, slowly but surely. I will say that one of my favourite parts of the uh, slipcase set was the Game Master's Adventure Book, uh, complete with uh, adventures, stats, and information on the Colimar tribes. The only problem I have with it is that it's a soft cover book, and I hate soft cover books. I'm one of those weird people that uh, if I see any part of a book that I own is damaged, I will rend my clothes and pray. Um, but yeah, it's a soft cover. However, I have a plan. I am uh, 
getting into uh, bookbinding. I've uh, I'm watching YouTube videos and trying to figure out how to do it. And uh, last week I decided to give it a go, so I rebound my uh, second table copy of Blades in the Dark in uh, faux leather, and it does look rather nice. So I'm thinking that this soft cover book won't be that uh, won't be soft cover for that much longer. Uh, nestled beneath that, in a, an ever increasing pile, is my copy of Thirteenth Age Glorantha. Uh, set alongside of the 13th Age core books. I love that system. I don't play uh, D&D anymore, and I've uh, sold all my 5th edition books, but 13th Age is as close to D&D as I get, and I absolutely love it. The books are written in uh, a conversational tone that really comes across and resonates with me, also, they're hilarious, the little call-out boxes between uh, the two main writers, Rob Hainsu and Jonathan Tweet, where they say, hey, you know, I do it this way, and then Jonathan does it this way, or Rob does it this way, and it gives you a kind of an idea that the, the game is yours to make of it what you will. Next to that is a game that I have actually managed to run, which, oh, that was, that was a great session, I'll be more on that later. Uh, Cthulhu Dark by Graham Walmsley. Great system. Easy, straightforward, and gets right to the horror of it. And then there is my uh, collection of Freer Ligan books, uh, and uh, Symbarum, which is now Freer Ligan as well. I have Coriolis, The Third Horizon, which I initially dismissed as being, oh, I don't know if that's for me, but having read the core rulebook has been one of the... One of the smoothest readings I've ever done. Um, I find that with some core rule books, you read them and it's heavy going, but with Coriolis, it was just every page interested me and drew me in. I read that in, I think, two days. Next, we have, oh, let's see, ah, a book that I, uh, or for a game that I don't run the game anymore, but I do love the setting. It's Mouse Guard, second edition by uh, David Peterson and Luke Crane. A great setting, but um, the uh, the system in it, the burning wheel system, is a bit fiddly for me. I'm not, um, I'm not the biggest fan of it. However, I have fate, and when I have fate, I can make anything work, so fate of the mouse guard is something that I'm planning on running, maybe even for my birthday. It is one of the games that actually gets my... Uh, um, that I can get people to the table for really uh, pretty easily for. And uh, my wife absolutely loves the setting, so I can definitely get her to play that. Uh, let's see, there's ooh, Tales from the Loop, uh, Mutant Year Zero, and Forbidden Lands. That one, I am I'm working on something at the moment, uh, a hack for Forbidden Lands, where I'm taking the Simbarum setting and bringing it over to uh, the mechanics of Forbidden Lands. For me, they they mesh a little bit better, and uh, more on that later. My only Powered by the Apocalypse book, and horror of horrors, it is a soft cover as well, is Alas for the Awful Sea. I'm, um, yeah, that one is, uh, it's different, and I uh, I feel like you'd need the right group to get the best out of it, but... I'm uh, more on that later. 
Next we have Blades in the Dark and Scubborn Villainy. Basically the same thing. As far as the system goes, one sci-fi and one fantasy, and both utterly brilliant. There are some books that you read and you think, why isn't everyone doing it like this? And uh, Blades in the Dark was like that for me. Instead of trying to emulate a fantasy novel, it instead tries to emulate a Guy Ritchie film as a, uh, <laughs> a dark Guy Ritchie film, or darker, I should say. Um, the system in there is oh, brilliant, but my favourite part of it is the flashback mechanic where you can say, you know what, I did actually pack a crowbar, or... You know, I really did. Um, I, I I did uh, bribe that guard earlier to uh, leave his post right about this time. The ability to kind of retcon the game in the moment and not have to go through endless planning. A sheer genius. Next to that, we have the uh, Symbarum Core Book and the Monster Codex, both essential, I would say, and the uh, Art of Symbarum Book. Perhaps not uh, as essential, but uh, oh, such beauty in there. That is a setting that, uh, or a game with art beyond compare. It's utterly brilliant. And some recent additions, um, having just arrived in the post, Pendragon, the newest edition. I cannot wait to uh, dig into that. It's been. Um, been an interesting year. I'd say about a year ago I hadn't known anything about Greg Stafford or about RuneQuest or Pendragon and didn't really own anything by Chaosium, but uh, now I've got uh, RuneQuest, Pendragon, HeroQuest and, uh, I'm not supposed to know this, but uh, Call of Cthulhu 7th edition uh, is uh, here waiting for me for my birthday. Um, also... Mm, the uh, Fantasy Flight Games reissue of the uh, D6 Star Wars system. Something I will open with great pleasure. Um, having mentioned it already is uh, Hero Quest. That is a game that uh, I would love to get to the table, but I would very much like someone to run it for me so that I can figure out how on earth it works, because it's... Uh, it's different. <laughs> we'll say that for now. Next to it is pretty much my only OSR game. I, it is uh, Beyond the Wall by Flatland Games. And I love it. It has playbooks uh, similar to Powered by the Apocalypse. So you can get playing very, very quickly. It has a, um, an emphasis on being you know, teenagers... Rather than being you know, hardened adventurers, it's more about you know defending the village or you know, finding out why the milk has gone sour or something like that. So a much lighter tone. Um, the further afield supplement for it is pure gold. One of the best bits of that is where it has all the uh, players sit round the table and then on a chart roll some dice and give a rumour to the GM. The uh, dice, uh, the GM has the uh, lists in front of them, uh, or possibly it is the GM that runs the dice. Uh, anyway, 
The way it works is that they give a rumour, and then the GM, through dice rolls, finds out whether that rumour is true, whether that rumour is partially true, or whether that rumour is false. So the players, and by extension their characters, can believe that there are ghouls in the uh, graveyard near the village. But uh, through a roll, the uh, GM may find that that's actually where some elves live, or possibly a dragon, or something something far worse. So it adds that level of uncertainty, which, yeah, I would very much like to get that to the table. Then beneath that is a, uh, a, a staggering pile of the One Ring core book, and pretty much every supplement except uh, the uh, Laughter of Dragons, which has only just come out. Um, I've just learned that there's going to be a, a second edition of The One Ring, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, I'm, I'm going to buy it one way or another, but it is a bit sad to me that I've only ever run this about three times, uh, and yeah, I wish I could have got more um, more play out of it before the second edition came out. Um, moving on, there is the... Um, uh, the End of the World Zombies game from Fantasy Flight Games. And that one has a... It's a fun system. Fairly light, D6 system. But the conceit is that you are playing yourself. And what you have in your pockets is what you have available to you. And the zombie apocalypse is happening now, as you're sitting around the game table. What do you do? And it encourages you to use a map of your own hometown as a map in the game, and to look at the percentage on your phone and figure out how much you would have lost by a certain time. And that is a game I really want to run uh, for some kind of event. I think that could be quite fun. And then there is my pile of Fate games. Uh, the core book, the... Uh, <laughs> the additions to the core books, the adversary book, the horror book, um, Young Centurions, War of Ashes, and many, many more. Ah, uh, I can't get enough fate. Or at least, I couldn't until a while ago, when I started to realise that uh, some of the supplements just weren't for me, and that you really just do need the core book. But uh, even more than that, I really just need Fate Accelerated. It's by far my preferred version of it. It's light, it's easy, I can do absolutely anything I want with it. Uh, it's maybe not the system for a long-term game, but if I manage to get a group together for a long-term game, I'm running RuneQuest. So, yeah, Fate Accelerated works perfectly for me. It's one of the systems that I'm actually working on a setting for, uh, having just railed against the, um, the settings and uh, how many of them there are. There is one that I want to uh, want to produce. More on that later. But yeah, there's an idea. That's uh, some of the things that are on my shelf at the moment. And yeah, I will be doing reviews on uh, various ones. And hopefully I'll be able to find some people to game with. Um, it's uh, It's been tricky in person, so maybe I can find some people online. I'm hoping to add the new uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition to my collection, and then I think I may have to slow down. 
maybe just add some supplements. But then there is such a good uh, lineup of new games for, or new books for RuneQuest that uh, I'm just ah, I can't say no to those. But yeah, uh, thank you for <laughs> listening as I ramble on and go over some of the games that I like. Um, the uh, the glaring omission D and D fifth edition. I don't have it. I did. I had pretty much everything for it up to a certain point, and I just realised that it wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy running it. Uh, it may have had uh, to do with the fact that I didn't run enjoy running it for uh, the two groups I was running it for anymore. But there came a moment where um, financially uh, it seemed like the right thing to sell them off, and I haven't really regretted it since. I have regretted the fact that... Um, in my area, people mostly play D&D or Pathfinder and seem uh, averse to trying anything different. You know, kind of uh, holding the cross before them and saying back, back to any kind of uh, different system. But I have found a couple of guys who play Fate, so that, um, you know, that's enough for now. Uh, oh yes, there is one other thing on my shelf, the... Um, a game I'm somewhat disappointed with, the uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, 2D20 core book. I had a few supplements for that, and uh, I looked over them, and uh, while reading the pirate supplement, I um, went over the stats for the monsters and found stats for a dolphin. And I, I don't know what it is, but I've come to the point where if there's stats for a dolphin in a book, I think that they've... Um, <laughs> they've somewhat wasted my time uh i cannot i cannot foresee any situation in which adding a dolphin to uh, a combat encounter is going to produce a desired result uh also i found running the game just ever so slightly irksome when it comes to running the uh, various mechanics that are going on the uh, doom mechanics fortune rolls and all that, it was a bit, um, I don't know, I'll have to give it another try and see if that's, um, if I feel the same way about it, if I do, then that book may uh, make room for another, uh, who knows, but yeah, uh, thank you for uh, listening to my ramble, and uh, if any of these games are, um, are of uh, interest to you, then let me know, and if there's something you'd like me to uh, review, uh, send me a message. You've been listening to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast. If you've uh, got any um, suggestions for topics I should cover or any um, comments, uh, commentary, uh, send me a message. I look forward to hearing from you.